Happy Monday to anyone listening to this on a Monday. Mondays suck, so we'll start the week light with some Kevin stories. My coworker Kevin, drywall, defamation, and dick pics. Story by you slash Edo P days 1989. Note, the Kevin in this story is actually named Kevin. Make of that what you will. I, 18 male, worked my summer job this year at a hardware store in the Midwest USA. It's a smaller franchised hardware store, not a giant one like Lowe's or Home Depot, so the owner has a bit more freedom to do what they want. In this case, Kevin is the owner's son, and the owner, probably illegally, hired Kevin for $18 per hour, significantly more than we make. And as I will show you below, he definitely didn't deserve such a wage. There were three main tasks that summer job teenagers as myself and Kevin had, cashier duty, sales, and stocking shelves. Kevin did okay, barring a few minor incidents, with stocking shelves but the other two were chaos every time he got near them. On my first day, I was working with Kevin and a friend of mine from school, we will call him Jake. Then there were two full-time employees staffing the store, an old guy, let's call him Walter, and an even older woman, the store manager, who will be named Edith, these are the best old people names I've got. Kevin had cashier duty, Jake had sales, I had shelf stocking, and Walter was the second cashier. A Kevin welcome. Me and Jake both got started on our respective tasks for our first day and did everything pretty much by the book until around 11am. We had been open for a couple of hours when Kevin sauntered in, but nobody had really noticed him missing since Jake and I didn't know he existed yet and Walter barely had anyone to serve as cashier anyway, so Kevin wasn't really needed. But soon, he strolled up to me and Jake while we were in an aisle and said, so, we've got some fresh meat in the most ridiculous movie bully voice ever. We laughed at him, and he walked off to his cashier station huffing and puffing. Then he turned around and yelled back, show me some respect, rookies. About five seconds later Kevin walks into a shelf and shrieks in pain. He goes up to the cashier station and about 10 minutes later he gets a customer. Now, I didn't see the initial incident, but I sure heard it. Someone was buying some lawn decorations, one of which was a giant glass ball in the shape of a frog. I'm sure you see where this is going. Kevin dropped it and it smashed, then refused to refund the customer, a little old lady. By now Walter had got on the intercom and called me up front to open the other lane while they cleaned up. I run up front and see the shit show unfolding. Rather than help Walter who is on his hands and knees picking up tiny glass shards, he decides to argue with the 90-year-old, yelling at her for buying stupid frog art that looks like an anal bead. I tried to keep Walter's lane moving because three people were in line, but everyone was watching Kevin berate an old lady at the top of his high, squeaky voice. Walter finally managed to wrest the cashier station keyboard from Kevin and refunds the old woman and apologizes to her for Kevin's actions. About an hour later, I get the chance to ask Walter what the hell is wrong with Kevin. Oh, he's the owner's son. He's worked here for three days. It was at this moment I realized it would be a long summer. Mexico will pay for the drywall. Kevin was a conservative. He made sure everyone knew this, starting every second conversation with a political comment. So on my second day, I was cashiering, Kevin was in sales and Jake was stocking shelves. Kevin started the day by walking and yelling at the top of his voice that taxes are too high and nobody needs social security, because society is already secure. We have cops. No idea why he thought to do this. Kevin decided it would be a good idea to ask a customer who was buying blue paint for their walls at home why they are putting Democrat colors in their house. The customer walked out. Edith witnessed this and reprimanded Kevin, but obviously, nobody wants to say anything to the owner's son. Not 20 minutes have passed with Kevin unsupervised when I walk by to find him switching out every can of blue paint with a red one. At this point, 
my thought process is that I don't get paid enough to deal with this, and it's not my problem. So I keep walking. Well, Kevin felt slighted by me laughing at him the day before, so he quickly walks out of the aisle, gets on the intercom, and yells for Edith. Well, about 10 minutes later Edith walks up to me and informs me that Kevin blamed the paint thing on me. Edith looked at the cameras and saw it was clearly Kevin, but she let me know to try to steer clear of Kevin because he liked to make other people feel bad. Hail damage? Hail Satan. A few days of blatant stupidity followed the incidents above, but nothing quite as crazy. Kevin put wasp spray in the paint section since he said it was used to paint walls. He also brought a tube of toothpaste from home and jammed it into the cash drawer during a shift change, leaving the drawer open and unattended for over an hour. But things really ramped up again after about a week. There was a forecast for severe storms later in the week, so an older couple, both wearing Metallica shirts, came in to buy some plastic sheeting and stakes to cover their garden. Kevin was doing sales that day. The shit hit the fan. The husband explained that he had tomatoes and wanted to keep them safe from the storm. So Kevin, being who he is, explained to them that if you didn't listen to devil music, God would keep you safe. Try praying once in a while. Well, the customer just didn't find this amusing. The couple walked out and left a cart with $300 and other merchandise. Can't cancel Kevin. About a week on from that last incident, Kevin got in trouble, I wasn't there this day, for doing a Hitler salute, a Hitler salute while grabbing his ass. He claimed it was anti-Nazi. But his dad the owner came into the store and let us all know he talked to him about it. Well, Kevin came back the next day, and at this point, me and Jake had just learned to ignore him. But Kevin approaches us during a break and asks without any prior conversation, are y'all, gay slur s? We stand slack-jawed in amazement that he would ask that, and Jake quickly responds, no, that's kind of not okay, man. Kevin goes absolutely ballistic. He begins explaining in detail how any man who spends time with another man is gay, and how being gay makes God cry. Kevin claimed, you fucked last night and that's why it's raining outside now, cause God is crying. I really had no words, but Jake did, they told him to go fuck his cousin in a log cabin, referring to Kevin's love of country music and camo t-shirt. Jake got a call from the boss that night, telling him he'd be fired if he ever spoke that way to his son again. Jake tried explaining what Kevin said but to no avail. The boss just said his son had good Christian values. Kevin doesn't understand goats. Kevin developed a weird obsession with goats around the middle of the year. Turns out, he saw a post online that jokingly said Russian troops were having sex with goats, so pretty soon Kevin started printing online art of goat-human hybrids, mostly furry art, and posting them up in the livestock feed section with the caption, warning, no goat sucking. Because these ideas logically connect if you are a Kevin. Plus, to me, a goat sucker means a desert cryptid, not a practitioner of bestiality, but I guess that's just me. But the goat thing didn't stop there, oh, no way. He later tried explaining to me that humans are really descended from goats. His logic for this was that goats are called goats because they decided to go when other animals weren't evolving. Again, I feel insane just writing that out. Duct tape Kevin, vent problem? During the summer we had an issue where one of the air conditioning vents for the building wasn't working, which made that corner of the story really hot. He came up with an unusually coherent plan to close all the other vents and try to force air to that vent so we could see if any air was coming through at all. If there was some tiny amount of air, that would mean it was just blocked, not broken. Well, I tell him this is an okay idea and have him go do it, but this was Kevin. Would anything be done the simple way? Hell no. Rather than pull the little lever on the side of each vent, he duct taped all eight other vents shut with three whole rolls of tape, which he of course took from the shelves without replacing or logging in inventory. 
We spent the next hour peeling tape from the vents, which was especially hard given that he crazy glued the tape to the vents. Still, the vent problem was still there. We didn't include Kevin in the next brainstorm, and Walter came up with a plan to just shove a garden stake from the outdoor department into the vent, and try to dislodge whatever was up there manually. Whatever was up there turned out to be three soccer balls. We didn't have a camera in the vents, since this is a hardware store, not Freddy Fazbear's. Nonetheless, I have a sneaking suspicion as to who put three soccer balls in the vent and it ain't Lionel Messi. If I'm being honest, this was way above all of our pay grades and maybe the real Kevin in this part was his dad, none of us were HVAC specialists. Still, I'm sure he couldn't afford it considering all the free passes he kept giving his son. Karen vs. Kevin Kevin was bad enough with the normal customers that when we finally got our ultimate Karen, Walter and I just stood around watching the show. This woman walks in five minutes after the store opens and buys a gigantic bird bath. This thing is like four feet tall and 150 pounds. She needs help to lift it, but Kevin sneers at her and makes me help her even though he's on sales for the day. Well, she comes through my lane and I ring it up for $220, which is the right price as shown on the tag. Karen, though, insists that it's $30. I ask why, and she walks over with me and points to the shelf where a $30 clearance tag is hanging for the bag of bird feeder seat above. I explain to her that it's not $30 for the bird bath, but she points to it and says but the tag is right there. I turn and whisper to Walter, and we decide to release Kevin Kraken. I go back to the line, apologies to the other customers, and wave to her to go see Kevin, who's standing at the customer service desk. About 15 minutes later, I notice the two are still arguing. At this point, the woman is screaming at him, and he's giving it back to her. Except he's not talking about the product, he's trying to explain to her that birds don't need to bathe, they have a built-in shower. That's why they're always scratching themselves. Give him hell, Kevin. Karen decides to take her phone out and start recording, and when Kevin keeps telling her she is a stupid boomer for wanting to give birds what God already gave them, Karen demands to see the manager. Edith walks up and tells Karen to leave, and Karen then finishes the recording by saying that Kevin was defaming her by calling her a stupid boomer and that the store would soon be hearing from her lawyers. We actually did. The woman sent a legal threat in the mail. Jake got fired for not helping his co-workers to de-escalate the situation while he was on shelf stocking duty, even though nobody called him to the front. In the boss's opinion, Jake was willfully ignoring Kevin's, unspecified, intellectual disability. None of us had ever been told Kevin had an intellectual disability, though we'd be the Kevins if we didn't know considering all that he did. The next day would be my last at the store. Hardware hard on. The day after the Karen incident, we ran out of metal poles. This is one of our more popular items, and we usually just get them in huge bulk and load 10 or so out onto the shelf at once, so that if they fall to the floor, it isn't too much to deal with. I told Kevin to print out an out-of-stock message, assuming the guy could just go scrape something off Google Images and put it out there. We of course don't have our own out-of-stock labels, since Kevin burned them when he set the microwave on fire in the break room, but that's a story for another time. Kevin did not use Google Images. Rather, he printed an interesting image. Toward the end of the shift that afternoon, I was walking by the metal section when I saw a strange image on a piece of paper hanging off the empty shelf, though I couldn't tell what it was. I walked up closer and could not believe what I was looking at. On the left of the page was a map of Poland. On the right was a nude photograph of Kevin with a boner taken in the employee bathroom. Below the two images was a caption, metal poles not found. Try these other poles. Just gonna present this one without comment. Anyway, I quit at the end of the day because Kevin blew up in a rage at me for throwing away the picture, yelling at me that I just threw it away because I hate polished people. 
Nothing about, you know, the dick pic. Kevin has called me a total of 67 times, I counted, since I quit from 13 phone numbers. Kevin compared himself to African slaves and called me a racist for selling him cheap vape liquid. Story by Tall underscore Thinker. So this is a story about my former friend Kevin. I met him through school for people between 18 to 35 years of age when I wanted to become a sound engineer. This is very important to the story. Kevin liked music and was actually a decent singer, but lacked any form of self-awareness and couldn't take any constructive criticism whatsoever. With that being said, let's start from the beginning. When I first started at this school to become a sound engineer, we all sat down and said hello to each other, told a bit about ourselves, etc. Then our music teacher asked us if we did anything fun during our summer vacation. Kevin was very eager to say something so our teacher let him start. He said he went to Germany with his family and bought a ton of very cheap cigarettes. Our teacher asked him well how cheap? Kevin almost yelled out 10 euros per pack. Most of us laughed a bit and asked him if he knew what the exchange rate was. Kevin sat dumbfounded and asked, what's that? My teacher then asked, do you know what exchange rate means? Kevin course said no. He was then told about currency and what the exchange rate is. The following conversation went more or less like this. Kevin, but the pack said 10. Teacher, but it was another currency, you paid almost double the price. Kevin, but the pack said 10, how is that more than 40? Our local currency. Teacher, because euros are a different currency than our own. Kevin, but. But it said 10. I don't understand. Fast forward 6 months. Every December our school set up a Christmas theater play for kindergartners to enjoy during the first week of that month. Totally free, made kids happy, and let our musicians and sound engineers get some experience in, a fun week honestly. Anyway. We practiced this stuff from October until the week of the live shows. Kevin always wanted to be the lead actor which means Santa. Kevin was a big guy and our school only had one costume for that part. When it was time to do costume tests we found out that the big black belt for the Santa outfit, did not fit Kevin at all. So when Kevin saw that, he flipped the fuck out. We were all yelled at. One of our guys had enough and told him lose 30 kilos in 3 days or figure something else out. Later that day our actors for the play had to practice their lines and some scenes. Kevin was pissed every time somebody took more than half a seconds to react to their lines. Think Sharpay from High School Musical, that kind of diva. So he made himself very unpopular, very fast. The fun part about this is that even though he got pissed at others during practice, he was the person most notorious for forgetting his lines. K the live shows. Every single one of us took it seriously. Even though it was a free show for children, we still wanted them to be happy. The show starts, and everything runs smoothly. That is until. Kevin walks on stage. 30 seconds in and he stares blankly at the other actors because he forgot his lines. This continued for most of the show. You would think that it would be stage fright, right? Right? No no. Kevin did this every single day throughout the entire week. Never bothered to read the script, never bothered to ask the others for advice. His excuse? I'm Santa, in the main lead, if you don't like me you can fuck off followed by hours of Facebook updates with nobody likes me, I'm a warrior of justice. Shout out to the real brothers. Etc. And I'm not done. This school was for musicians, sound engineers, camera guys, and even game developers. We all knew we had four years, of taking classes, visiting venues, concert halls, and all the big boy stuff. But of course, our regular classes were the usual thing. Now, Kevin, Kevin decided he knew better. Kevin didn't see this as a school. Kevin saw this as a place where he would sing, eat, shit, and repeat. 
Throughout the four years he went there Kevin participated in one class. One full hour class. His excuse? I'm here to sing, not learn, deal with it so of course, we let him believe that. Finally, me and my producer talked to him and said look, you sit on an expensive chair in a million dollar studio and stare at the screen, all you have to do is stay awake so he went to class. Did he stay awake? Absolutely not. He fell asleep not once, not twice, but three times. After class was over we went out for a cigarette. I asked Kevin you fell asleep three times dude. How? His answer almost made me slap him in the face. This. Waste of air looked me in the eyes and said the teachers don't have to be so hard on us, we are students, not African slaves I asked him if he was serious and he said that he was, so I simply walked away. Later that day we had a big discussion about him thinking he could compare himself to African slaves. This turned into a big fight where Kevin dragged the entire school into it. Nobody sided with Kevin's slave theory so he got the upper management to get a meeting with Kevin, me, and two others. The head of the school board told me apologize to Kevin or you won't leave my office I told him that he would have a long day ahead of him because I didn't want to apologize for Kevin comparing himself to a slave trader. After 30 minutes staring contest, he decided that me and the leader not backing down was dumb, and I should go back to class. I agreed and told him that football was on tonight, we both cheered for the New Orleans Saints, after this I met Kevin outside when I was smoking. He very humbly asked can we talk? I cut myself with razors last night because I was so mad I asked him why on earth he would cut himself. Kevin looked at me and said cause I read online that it's the popular thing to do when you are sad I shook my head, and called him an idiot but gave him a hug and said that all is forgiven. I did feel very bad since it actually cut himself. He had never done self-harm before or after that. Now. Kevin was a straight moron, no lying about that. But he always made the jobs harder for sound engineers. To paint you a picture. You have to adjust all the sound levels to create a nice mix as the end result. Do the drums drown everything out? Turn it down, can't hear the guitar? Turn it up. This idea was baffling for Kevin to understand. We were at a big conference for schools and educational places. We course highlighted our sound engineering, music department, and game development classes. So we were doing a few live songs to gather a crowd around our booth. Kevin had a few songs and my producer was doing the sound. Suddenly Kevin decided to cup the mic. Which is when you hold your fingers around the grill part of the microphone. This is the worst thing you can ever do to a sound engineer, rappers are notoriously hated for this on a global scale, the reason that sound engineers hate this, is because it will create feedback from the monitors and make the very annoying high-pitched sound that will make your ears bleed. So my producer kept adjusting the EQ and try to turn the sound level on his microphone down. This did not sit well with Kevin. Every time the sound was lowered, Kevin sang higher. In the end, my producer had to simply turn off Kevin's microphone. Kevin was furious. Yelled at everyone in sight. Walked up to my producer and asked WTF is your problem? Why did you do that? Kevin was not happy when he was told your voice annoyed the microphone, speakers, and everyone around you Kevin didn't talk to us the rest of the day. Now, a year after this we were all pretty much done with Kevin's moronic way of life. We were at this small festival where our school got to play some songs. The band before us started 15 minutes late. Every one of us just thought it was no big deal. Then there was Kevin with the big brain comment. The band on stage which was from another school just finished a song. The front singer was just about to say something when Kevin yelled when are you going off stage so we can play? At this time I had enough. So I smacked him in the back of the head and started yelling at him shut the fuck up you retard. Those are 13 year old kids, it's not their fucking fault. He turned around and said, my girlfriend is right there man, I was just kidding. I just told him I didn't give a fuck and that he should keep his mouth shut. Two years after this, we were both done with school. 
I started working, and he was. Well, he wasn't doing anything with his life. He couldn't find a job because he expected a month's pay for two days of work and working eight-hour shifts are hard. He showed up to job interviews in sweatpants, with long greasy hair he never combed, and he rarely showered either. Yet he didn't understand why he couldn't find a job. Then COVID happened and concerts weren't a thing at that point. So I started working in a vape shop to keep a steady income. Kevin vaped as well, so I sold him some liquid for wholesale price so he saved money instead of getting ripped off. Because of this, Kevin thought I was taking advantage of him and called me every name in the book. I got kinda annoyed by that and told him whatever dude, you saved more than half off of everything because of me so by me saying that. Kevin called me a racist, Kevin was a German immigrant, and told me I hated Germans. So I blocked him and haven't talked to Kevin since. I'm sorry this dragged on, but these are but a few of the stories of my Kevin. I hope you enjoyed my ramblings about Kevin. Thank you for tuning in to listen to these stories, and I hope to see you on the next one. Till then, have an amazing day.